ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Wednesday, July 13th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to get your phone calls and text in this hour. The phone line is open at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. As we usually do on Wednesday, Lindsey Webb from the Charleston Dirty Birds is going to join us. Lindsey, of course, is the director of their marketing and entertainment efforts, so she's going to join us, get us caught up on what happened with the Dirty Birds last week. And, of course, last night, Dirty Birds game was postponed, so doubleheader going on today. First pitch actually here. Uh, should have taken place about a couple minutes ago, so uh, I'm sure Lindsay won't talk about this. Uh, the team is now 26-40, and 40, so Lindsay won't talk about that, I'm sure. But uh, we're going to talk to her here in the next few minutes, so she'll join us on the program. As I mentioned, your phone calls and texts always welcome as well. Uh, we'll get into the news of the day. Uh, the big news for me, of course, has been the free agency craziness. That's the NHL. Uh, we'll save that for later. That's something that is uh, fun for me. I, I don't know if you're uh, a big fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, but just a, a crazy day for trying to figure out how your team rolls. And it's an interesting study because, of course, the salary cap is different in the NHL the way it is in the NBA. There's not these stupid amounts of money being thrown around. Uh, hey, Malkin is going to stay a, a Penguin, however. How about that? If you're a Penguins fan, uh, Evgeny Malkin is going to remain a Penguin. We'll talk about that with you. We'll get you updated on the Pirates. The Pirates win again last night, a 3-2 score over the Marlins. Can you believe it? The Pirates are now on a four-game winning streak, so we've got that to get into with you. As I mentioned, uh, we're going to talk about the Dirty Birds with you. But we should touch on, yesterday I wasn't here, and today um, I'm here, thankfully, so I can get at least a second half of this, or at least talk to you about it. Women's basketball schedule is out. And yesterday, when looking at the men's schedule, you saw that, Honestly, there's a lot of road games here in that back half. From February 2nd onward, there's only two games that are home games for the men. So you get a four-game road trip, eh, technically four games, but the 2nd, the 4th, and then you know, you got to go out again on the 9th and the 11th. And then you've had two games at home, and then uh, the conference wraps things up a little early Wednesday, Friday. So both of those games are on the road. So you look at the women's schedule. That comes out today. And the thing about the women's schedule is in February, there's going to be five home games and three road games. Now, the two road games um, that are before the Friday, the Friday game is a road game, but there are two road games uh, prior to that, and those coincide with the road or the home games for Marshall on the men's side. So Thursday and Saturday, February 16th and 18th, are road games for the women at Georgia Southern and at Georgia State. Thursday and Saturday, 
on the men's side, February 16th and 18th, it's going to be Georgia Southern and Troy. So it doesn't match. The schedule doesn't match. You look at the schedule, December 29th at South Alabama for the women. For the men, going to be playing host to Appalachian State. So they didn't do a flip. Didn't do the, okay, let's, if you're on the road, then the other team's at home. So I wonder what the thinking here was trying to put this schedule together. There's also going to be a doubleheader on January 7th. I don't know if anyone noticed that just yet. Georgia Southern for the women and Coastal Carolina for the men, and it's not going to be uh, Georgia Southern both games. So other than uh, here or there, when Marshall women are on the road, the men are home, except for Thursday, January 5th, the men are on the road, and then the women are going to be home. So the women will be home on the 5th and 7th. The men will be home on the 7th, 12th, and 14th of January. And then it after that, once we get past January 14th, it basically if the men are home, the women are on the road. If the women are home, the men are on the road. South Alabama, Appalachian State, James Madison, Georgia Southern. These are the games. Coastal, Old Dominion, Troy, Southern Miss at Louisiana Monroe at Arkansas State. So here, here this is an interesting one. You know, the women are at Louisiana Monroe on the 26th, and then the men will play host to Louisiana Monroe. And then Arkansas State is playing, uh, the men are playing Arkansas State on the 21st on the road, and the women are at Arkansas State on the 28th. And there are some matchups, like on February 2nd, for example, the men will play at Appalachian State. The women will be playing host to Appalachian State. Coastals, the crossover game on the 9th that matches up. Uh, February 4th and February 11th don't match up. February 16th does match up with the opponent, Georgia Southern. February 18th does not. It's Georgia State on the road for the women. Troy at home for the men. Uh, James M- Madison uh, Marshall men are at James Madison on the 22nd, and then the women are at James Madison on the 24th of February. So some interesting distinctions here as far as the schedule is concerned. Uh, we're going to try to break it down. I did try to get Coach Kemper on, but he uh, unfortunately could not break away. He's got this thing called uh, practice can't break away from practice so we tried to get a coach on uh we'll pick him up here in the future and try to get him on uh, hopefully i'll be feeling a lot better by that point and uh looking forward to that i think i have to have a little bit more energy to talk to coach kemper as far as the women's side is concerned just to match his energy i don't yeah, I don't think I'm 100% just yet, but I am here. I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in yesterday to Christian Palmer, who was covering for me, and I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in today as well. So we'll get you set up with the phone line this hour. Uh, we'll do text. Let's do text this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So we'll go over the schedule a little bit more, talk to you about it, and uh, just kind of try to pick out some details about it. Uh for the most part, I, I'm excited for the new variety of opponents. I'm excited for that. Appalachian State, James Madison, Coastal, Southern Miss, Old Dominion. I mean, that's a pretty good January. And then you add Louisiana, Monroe, and Georgia State. 
three road games in January, six road games in February. That's what it looks like as far as the conference schedule. And it, it remains, other than the last week, it remains Thursday, Saturday, so there's really not that much of an adjustment. I, I like the fact it's ending February 24th. Then you've got the tournament that's going to be from February 28th to Monday, March 6th. That's going to be your tournament. Uh, that's a long haul, isn't it? From Tuesday, February 28th to Monday, March 6th. But, of course, you know, you're making sure that the men and women, you don't have this two-court thing going on, and you don't have this football gymnasium arena practice facility feel going to it. Uh, these are going to be actually played in a, a, a proper basketball arena, Pensacola Bay Center. And I'm sure with the expansion of the teams in this league, maybe there's going to be a different location here in the future for the tournament as it stands now. Uh, going to Pensacola, Florida. It's not a bad destination. Going to Pensacola to go see herd tournament basketball. Where would you rather go, Pensacola, Florida, or would you rather go to Frisco, Texas? That is a poll right there that I will create. That will be a text of the day question. Where would you rather go, Pensacola, Florida, or Frisco, Texas? The text line is 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. When we continue, I've got Lindsey Webb joining me from the Charleston Dirty Birds. We'll get caught up on everything happening with the birds later on. Your phone calls and text on this Wednesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, July 13th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It's time now to welcome back for her usual Wednesday visit, Lindsay Webb, the Director of Marketing and Entertainment for the Charleston Dirty Birds. And last night, um, the game was postponed, Lindsay, so we can't talk about that. It was postponed. <laughs> That's okay, though, because we're actually playing it right now. That's right. So you're missing the game to do this segment. I actually am. They um, are. They just got announced to the field. We announced them one by one, and they're about to do the anthem now. So I ran up here from the field, and we're going to do this. All right. Two seven-inning games going on against the York Revolution. That's not a bad name. I'm going to... Yeah, and my weekly critique of all the other teams, uh, that is not a terrible name, so I will I will okay that one. Yeah, you, you know, York's been in the league for a really long time. They're a really long-standing team. They have a lot of tradition, and the revolution for them, it just makes sense. So let's um, let's talk about um, what's been happening with the Dirty Birds. Of course, uh, you know we're not going to talk about the record, 26 and 40. That's not what we're here for. Hey, it reset. You know, it reset, so now we are... Two and four. Okay, so we're two and four now. That's a lot better yeah. than twenty six and forty. So we're two and four now. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel going into the second half? Uh, with uh, yeah, it always feels like Charleston's a second half team for some reason. Yeah, it really does. We're feeling good. Um, I think starting off with a couple losses under our belt is good for us. It kind of like puts some pep into our step. Obviously, I would like to have a winning record, but. 
we're early. We're early in the second half, so it should it should pick up. You know, I have faith in these guys. So we have a good group of guys on and off the field. So it, it you know, we'll get there. Tyler Wilson, of course, has been a, a pretty pretty good standout for you so far. Um, yeah, too bad you can't just bring him out there and let him. I mean, he's he's a relief pitcher, but boy, when he comes out there, he's pretty good. Yeah, so he actually got picked up by um, the Mexican League, which obviously that's you know that's our goal is for these guys to do really well here and get picked up by the majors or get picked up by another one of our partner leagues like the Mexican League. Mexican League's a great league, and that's kind of the goal for all these guys. So he got picked up, his contract got purchased, so he's actually in Mexico right now. Um, so we hope that he does really well there. Obviously, we were sad to watch him go, but, you know, we love to see it. So, but yeah, it wasn't, that was a tough loss for us. And then the league just announced their mid midway through the season all-star team. And of course, Tyler Wilson was on that. So we were really excited about that. But unfortunately, he isn't here to celebrate with us. So we're just going to have to celebrate from a distance. When was he picked up from the, by the Mexican League? When that happened? Yeah, he was picked. He was picked up during our last homestand. Okay. Um. So the last game of the series, he found out that he was gonna he was being picked up. So, yeah. So we'll move on from Tyler Wilson, who was named the Midsummer All Star. Uh, will there be a replacement? Uh, how's that work? Uh, as far I mean, that's basically uh, you, you can't really. That's more of an honor than anything here. So, you know, you don't have uh, the, you know, someone else can't get the honor. You know, it's either you or you're, yeah, you're either here or not, you get the plaque. Yeah. Yeah. No, he won't be replaced. He still gets to receive that. I mean, he was on the leaderboard for the entire season so far, for the most part, um, for saves. And so, yeah, he deserved it. He's, he's still winning that. But, you know, our roster is just, it's, still it's not 100 percent set it seems like it never really is um which is fine because we do have guys that come and then they get picked up and i think he's our fourth player this season to get picked up by either the major leagues or um the mexican league so it's a good it's a good problem to have Lindsay Webb's with me, Director of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations for the Charleston Dirty Birds. So uh, in action right now, it's uh, going to be a doubleheader, two seven-inning games against the York Revolution. Uh, you would like to have Tyler Wilson out there. He's not there, so uh, we move on. And, of course, uh, homestand, that means a lot of opportunities for uh, fans to come out and uh, enjoy uh, Dirty Birds baseball. Uh, you got a couple of games going on, 13th and 14th to talk about, and then we've got some games coming up uh, starting with July 22nd. Of course, uh, we know the usuals. Uh, Scratch-off Wednesdays today, $1 beer, Charlie's Night on July 14th. But uh, you got some interesting things coming up uh, starting with the 22nd, uh, another player T-shirt giveaway. Yeah, so we are doing a Corey Bird player tee giveaway. Corey Bird's a local guy. Um, he went to high school here, played baseball. Then he went to Marshall, played baseball for Marshall. And then he was in the um, minor league system for a long time, got picked up and then voluntary release. So he's decided once he was like, you know what? I, uh, I don't want to play baseball anymore. And then he 
realized, you know what, actually I do want to play baseball. So he came and he joined us, which has been awesome. The fans love him. It's always good to have a local guy, hometown hero, as you will, um, on the team. So we are doing a T-shirt with his number and bird on the back um, presented by Marshall Orthopedics. So that'll be a really good giveaway. We're doing it for the first 1,000 fans in the ballpark. So that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Hurt fans, will, I'm sure, will love to have that one. Um, you know, for your next promotion with him, it could be, again, I'm giving this to you for free. It could be the Corey Dirty Bird. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. The, well, um, the Toast Man has coined him the hometown bird. Okay, he's so the hometown that's bird. A, that's a fun one. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying you, you could come somehow make this the Corey Dirty Birds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying change the whole team name. Yeah, just for. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know you can do it one day. Just one day, Corey Dirty Birds. <laughs> we can do. We can do anything for one day. I guess. That's the whole point of minor league baseball. You can do what you want to do. Uh, of course, uh, fireworks are back. Faith and Family Night. Crazy hot dog vendor. Okay, explain again the crazy hot dog vendor to me. Uh, can I eat the hot dogs, or is it like the Toast Man? It's not advised to eat the toast or the hot dogs. Yeah, so I always feel so crazy when I'm describing the uh, crazy hot dog vendor, but he truly is the crazy hot dog vendor. He rides around on an ostrich, um, you know, like a plush ostrich. He wears a, like a, a vending costume. So he has on his little hat and his like red pinstripes and he runs around the field and screams and hollers and tosses uh, hot dogs to the fans. And yes, you can eat them. They are wrapped up. So he does squish them a little bit, so that way he can make them go further. But other than that, they still taste the same. Okay. I mean, what's the condiment service like? I mean, do I got to take care of that myself? Does he provide that? What's what's the deal here? Yeah, no, he he doesn't provide. He does not provide uh, condiments. Um, but it's a very short walk up to our concession stand. He can just grab you some ketchup and mustard. So. Okay, Lindsey Webb's with me, Director of Marketing Entertainment for the Charleston Dirty Birds. So, a uh, player photo giveaway on the four, 24th. Um, who's the player? Yeah, so the player is Nick Longy. He's one of our top prospects. Um, he's a main hitter, and uh, he plays first base. So, that'll be a really good one. He's a fan favorite. And we've been doing we've been doing a series of player photo giveaways, so... By the end of the season, you can have like a complete set of the different players that we've chosen. And we've just kind of chosen like fan favorites or just top prospects or really good, you know, really good players. So that'll be a good addition to it. So what happens if he gets signed to the Mexican League? What happens on player photo giveaway day? Yeah, you know, that's kind of always the risk that we have to take when we are doing like prospect tees or like player photos um that actually happened to us in 2019 we did a jared kelnick um we were with the seattle mariners we did a jared kelnick t-shirt giveaway as a prospect tee um and he ended up getting picked up moved up to uh double a so we just did it without him here and you just got to kind of go with the flow so obviously there is always that chance because when we're ordering these things you have to do it so far in advance um, and you just got to risk it. So we're hoping that they, you know, that he'll still be here, but there's always the chance. 
Lindsay Webbs, my guest from the Charleston Dirty Birds, Director of Marketing and Entertainment. And, of course, it's a long homestand, so we got lots of events coming up. And it's Furry Friend Giveaway on the 29th. So what are you, giving away dogs and cats? What are you doing? On the 29th, that is our home replica hat giveaway. Okay. So, and then it's also Furry Friend Friday. Okay, so, so my notes are wrong. So replica hat giveaway. Okay, so my notes are wrong. It's a replica hat giveaway, and it's Furry Friend Night. Um, you should see my face, my intern right now. It's it, it, it this whole segment his face I'm just gonna be upfront with you Lindsay um, he helped me prep this segment his face is just it keeps sinking and sinking and sinking uh, this entire segment I mean which is great for me to watch and you know I wish you could enjoy that with me but I just want to tell you why it's it's going south a little bit the intern just completely has interned it today. <laughs> You're completely fine. I just don't want people coming to the ballpark thinking that I'm giving away furry friends. Um, no, we're not no, giving away any animals. We're yeah. not giving away any animals. We're giving away a hat. Very different. I'm with you. No, I don't want anyone going to the dog park think. Yeah, I mean the, the ballpark <laughs> thinking they're getting a, a free dog too. I mean it would be awesome, but I'm with yeah, you there. Yeah. I mean, have you thought about that? Let's just give away some. Let's just give away some dogs. And I'm not talking hot dogs either. Yeah, hey, furry friend no. giveaway night. You know, I, I'm. I don't want anyone to take home a pet that they didn't intentionally want. Um, so I'm not going to give away any. We do have some nights on Furry Friend Fridays where we have the Humane Association out, and they have dogs here that are able to be adopted. Um, but other than that, that's as close as we get to giving away live animals. Imagine the kids come to the ballpark. Mom, Dad, look, they're giving away puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what hey, you, sh- you know what? That might get that might get people out here, but it might also scare some people. Like, yeah, I'm going to the park. They said they're giving away You're giving away puppies, puppies. giving away I kittens. Think you want to you want to run away from that. Here's what you do: is you give away you give away puppies to the players. They could have a furry friend. They could they could foster. There you go. They could foster a furry friend until they get called up go. to the Mexican League, and then of course there might be that whole border issue with the furry friend crossing the border. So you, they can foster, not adopt. Yeah, but then you know what that's going to lead to? That's going to lead to them coming to me and saying, hey, Lindsay, this is your idea, and now I have to go on the road for 14 days. You need to watch it. And then I'm going to have 12 dogs in my one-bedroom apartment, and that's just not going to go over well for me or my landlord. So you know what? Most of the time I am considering your ideas, but I think this one I have to shut down. Okay, I was going to say – you, you, what you do is you get yourself a good intern to help, and uh, after today's show, there might be one available. So, um, just uh, I'm just saying, there's there, there's ways to do this. Uh, of course, uh, wrapping up the promotion schedule, always fireworks again on the 30th. We say that so casually, like yeah, fireworks, mega blast fireworks, yeah. Um, those are still a those are a big deal. No matter what night you do them, the fireworks you know are a big production. I don't know if fans realize that. Uh, this isn't just run-of-the-mill fireworks. It's it is it is aptly named Mega Blast Fireworks. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we take a lot of pride in our fireworks. Um, a lot of our fans say that they're the best fireworks show in town. You know, some say they're the best fireworks show in West Virginia, um, but that's just what they're telling me. I'm obviously biased, but we set them off right from center field. Um, so they're up close and personal. They go super high in the sky. They're one right after another. It's 
it's a bunch of different bangs and colors and they just our finale lights up like the entire sky over the outfield and it's just a really good a really good show my guest from the Charleston Dirty Birds, the Director of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations. She is Lindsay Webb. And again, just to correct a couple of things, um, not giving away furry friends on July 22nd. That is not happening. <laughs> not happening. Um, the player t-shirt giveaway is Corey Bird, though. So um, go on the 22nd to get a Corey Bird shirt. Um, only 1,000, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, the first 1,000 fans. And I think, I actually think that we haven't actually announced what player it is. So this is kind of a sneak peek. So everyone listening right now, you're the first to hear that it is a Corey Bird t-shirt giveaway. Uh, okay. Uh, so we need to, we're going to, we'll text Marshall baseball coach Jeff Wagner, let him know if he doesn't already. Does Corey know? Does Corey even know? You know what? I don't even know if we've told Corey at this point. <laughs> okay. So we know before Corey does. You know what? So just surprise yeah. him. Have him show up on the 22nd and just surprise him. Oh, by the way, it's it's Corey Bird night. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. He would no, love it. Corey's a great guy. He's a great guy. How, um, how important is it to have a, a local guy like him uh, on the team, you know, you, you have such a variety of people from different places and different uh, different journeys, but how important is it to have someone local like him to be the local bird, as the Toastman calls it? Yeah, so that is one thing that our owner, you know, our upper management, our entire staff, like we really put emphasis on that because when you're in affiliated baseball, you don't get any type of choice of who comes on your team and who doesn't. Um, and those guys are just being sent here, but the guys who are here, they chose to come here. Um, they weren't just shipped here by, you know, by a major league team. They actually said, you know, these guys are getting offers from every team in the league. And they said, you know what? No, I want to come to Charleston, West Virginia. And just to be able to have the opportunity to find people locally, um, that are from here and understand the community and understand the importance of baseball to our community is just huge for us. It gives the fans something to, you know, cheer for. Um, because while they do, you know, they do love all of our guys, it, it's just another added layer to go on top of that whenever you have somebody that's grown up here, um, played baseball in our state in college. And it's just, it really means a lot. They really understand the community and the community really connects with them. So it's really important for us. Lindsay Webb's with me, the Director of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations for the Charleston Dirty Birds. Also, uh, she is adopting dogs as we speak right now uh, for her <laughs> one room. You say one room apartment? Just no, one bedroom. One bedroom. Okay, so you still not enough room to adopt pets just yet. Yeah. <laughs> So don't be bringing friends to uh, to furry friends on furry friend night. Uh, we'll, we will figure it out. Uh, next week, you know what? Our, our, our prep notes are going to be so much better next week, Lindsay. I, I guarantee you no, that. It's going to be perfect. It is It is completely okay. I Things have just been so crazy around here. I didn't even put two and two together that I would currently be in a game while we were having this interview. So this is kind of a different experience for me because there's a lot going on around me. So I'm also trying to make sure I'm zoning in and not zoning out to what's going on out there. But Do you know a score? No, it's fun. You have a score at least. Yeah, it is 
still zero zero. Okay. We're in the bottom. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Um, Angle Beltre is up to bat right now. He's our cleanup hitter, um, and he just got a hit. There you go. So that means that means free hot dogs to one section, one row in one section, um, courtesy of Surf Pro. <laughs> There you go, minor so league baseball. Is, you know, this is uh, this is turning into a play-by-play. I, mean, I can just tell you what's going on in the game, but I think that was good luck because we were talking about that was the first hit of the game. So I like it. There you go. Hopefully, uh, next time we're on, uh, you know, we can also get a hit there and get free hot dogs. Lindsay, yeah, <laughs> Lindsay Webb's my guest, director of marketing, entertainment, and media relations. All right, next week uh, we will we'll make sure we're not in the middle of a double header next week when we do this. It's okay. All, this double header happened so fast. I mean, we yesterday we were supposed to play this game yesterday, and obviously the rain um, turned that for us. So I wasn't even thinking. And you sent me an email saying I'll talk to you at five fifteen. And I I even offered up one of our coaches, and I do not think that they would have been able to do that right now. So it's a good thing that I completely forgot to ask. It's okay. We'll we'll make it work. <laughs> Lindsay, good talking to you. We'll do it again next week. And um, again, I just want to clarify to everyone: they're not giving away furry friends on July 29th. No furry friend giveaway. Just furry friends are welcome. Uh, good luck tonight. We'll talk yes. to you soon. Thank you so much. It's Lindsay Webb, Director of Marketing, Entertainment, and Media Relations. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Um, I will get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm also looking for a new intern after uh, after the notes today that were turned in. Okay, so um, Christian, write this down. The, the team, they reset the record. They reset the record. Um, also... Uh, Tyler Wilson went to the Mexican League. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either because I'm sitting there going, because I, I don't have to. I have you. I, I have you. And it's okay. It happens to the best of the interns. It happens to the best of them. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the July 13th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Back in the saddle again. Thanks for uh, tuning in yesterday. Christian, our intern, uh, filling in for me. Appreciate him stepping up. Yes, um, he uh, messed up the game notes today, the show notes today. It's okay. You know, you're allowed. You're allowed one. That was it. You're allowed your mistake. That I'm not letting you live that down. Furry friend giveaway. And I see. I read it too. I I run Burgundy the notes. I was like, okay, they're giving away furry friends. What are they doing here? You know, I should have known that once I saw that. But uh, with all that said, let's get into uh, the meat of what you want to get into. And of course, that's uh, basketball schedules. We got the conference schedule yesterday. The men's schedule came out on the conference side, and then today we got the women's side and. Uh, here are the things that stand out. Again, February there's going to be uh, there's going to be more women's games in February at home, as far as the conference side of this is compared to the men. Two games in February for the men. There will be five games in February for the women. And will that flip next year? 
will be the reverse. And then the women in January, it's pretty balanced for the women in January. They're home for conference games and they're on the road for conference games. Uh, for the men, uh, it's five at home, three on the road. December, of course, you know, we start December 29th and then New Year's Eve with uh, men and women. But January, there's going to be five home games for the men, three on the road. For the women, four home games and four road games. And then five for the women in February and then just two for the men in February. So how do you feel about that balance? And here what the road games look like. The road games for the men at Texas State and at Arkansas State. Okay, that's that's pretty much that's it. That's that's probably the toughest road trip. At Georgia Southern, okay, that's not going to be that hard. At Appalachian State, at Louisville, I'm sorry, uh, Louisiana. At Coastal Carolina and at Georgia State. So those are the, the, the pairings. So Thursday and Saturday, February 2nd and 4th, at Appy or at App, at Louisiana, and then uh, February 9th and 11th at Coastal and then Georgia State. And then 22nd and 24th at James Madison at Old Dominion. Okay, so that's not that's not bad there. Yeah, that's not bad. I almost wish we could have seen the Georgia schools paired together. If you're going to make a trip, you pair the Georgia schools together if you could. Is there a is there a natural travel partner for Marshall in this league? Because you know, Conference USA, there was a travel partner. Western Kentucky was the travel partner. And I don't know if there's a an actual travel partner. You could you could formulate one here at the same time. I mean, this is gonna be tough. You're on the road six of eight in February for the men. For the women, you're at home five of eight. At home five of eight. And of course, yeah, the women start on the road, the men start at home. So from December 29th to January 28th, you only have three road games. You have seven home, three road, and then it kind of, you got to pay for that on the flip side here. I think I like the balance of the women's schedule better. And you got. To, yeah, and of course, I haven't gone through. I'm not that, that insane. That's intern work. I'm not that insane, but I haven't gone and crossed. Tra- yeah, I haven't gone and just okay. When Marshall is at James Madison, wh- where's James Madison as James? You know, and the last part of the schedule. So okay, when Marshall is at Georgia Southern, where's Georgia Southern coming from? I haven't done that yet. I have an intern for that, and he's going to do that. But you even you don't even have that because again Wednesday Friday the final games that's where you have the split for the women and then the Thursday Saturday January fifth and seventh that's where you had the split for the men 
And you look at the women's schedule, the travel. Yeah, here's the travel. Louisiana, Monroe, and Arkansas State. That's the travel right there. That's the toughest. At South Alabama. Okay. You start out at South Alabama, then you make your way over to Appalachian State. That might be the... That might be tough. You know, we're talking about New Year's Eve. We're talking about uh, travel after the holidays here. I don't, yeah, the logistics, of course, will, you know, be someone else's job to handle, as it shouldn't be that tough to deal with. But, you know, what do you think could be done to make this better? And how much time was put into this? And, of course, you know, we have strong, strong bar, yeah, barrier here. Conference, December 29th, ends February 24th. So basically, conference, for for the most part, is January and February. So now we need the non-conference schedule. That's what we're looking for here. That's where we're next turning our attention to kind of get an idea of what this is going to look like as far as the schedule is concerned. And, of course, there's no set day structure there. It could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It could be Sunday. I would I would think you would avoid Saturday for the most part, maybe. Or you would avoid – I don't know. Maybe, maybe they double up on a Saturday. I don't know. Maybe that's not a bad idea, double up. You have a football game and then a basketball game. You've got – a built-in audience. Hey, come for the football game, stay for the basketball game. Might make a long night for some people, but if you're if you're if you live in Huntington in the area, you should be okay. If you're traveling in to see the football game, then you can travel back on Sunday, catch the basketball game Saturday night. Yeah, I'm sure that those there there's going to be that kind of opportunity, or you, we might see some of the other Olympic sports as well. Hey, you can go see softball then football, or you can go see soccer then football. Yeah, I'm just throwing names out of here. You know, I obviously know. You know, you can't go to see some of those. I obviously know, but you get where I'm going with that here. Hey, let's uh let's pair up some fall sports together and then have some crossover. That's that's an opportunity. I, I'm interested. I'm kind of curious to see what the schedule looks like. Because, again, uh, you have a, a new athletic director. And how much input will the new athletic director have had at this point as he looks at the schedule thinking, okay, I like, okay, you know, what's there is there. But what hasn't been there yet, how much input did he have as far as, okay, I like that. I don't – I want to make that deal – Again, O'Malley's not there. You have a new athletic director wanting to run the department and yeah, his vision. That doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to throw everything out. That means, okay, we're going to run it. This is how we run it now. This is how we do Sort of like how Coach Huff came in and it's how to explain to everyone, look, we're not saying how things were run was bad before we came in. What we're saying is this is how we do it now. That's that's it. That's the commentary. This is how we do it now, not this is terrible, so we're not doing it this way. I mean, honestly, we all have our own styles and preferences and ways to do things. So I'm, that's why I'm curious about I want to see the non-conference schedule 
And, of course, I'm sure we'll see some of the usual suspects on there as well. Um, holiday break before a conference, though, I would hope. All of that would be definitely uh, the norm here. And, of course, if you love herd basketball and if you're a big fan of the men, you might have to travel in February to see some games if you're uh, just looking for a game. I mean, look at it this way. If you're just looking for a game... February 24th, there's not a home game for men or women. But looking at the schedule, there should be Thursday, Saturday, there should be a home game of either men or women's basketball other than that last game. So if you're just wanting to go see the herd play, you got the women you can go support when the men are on the road. And that's not a bad idea. That would be I'd have a I'd have an interesting season ticket package for that. With that said, that's going to do it for this edition. You know what? I'd even put some priority points on that. If you support the women, it'd help you with the men. More to come tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and the Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.